fearless fundraisers. I'm Don Lego. It's time to buckle up once again for a new episode of Raise Nation, the one and only podcast made to inspire fundraisers like you to continue making impact in our communities, building better tomorrows and exchanging ideas. So whether you're a trailblazer or seasoned pro, you'll pick up the trends that transform your fundraising. And together, we'll dive into lively conversations and chat with industry-leading fundraisers and thought leaders to explore hot-button issues and innovative ideas. So stay with us for the next 30 minutes while we inspire you to embrace the future of fundraising. Let's get going. This is a very, very, very special episode that I'm I'm super passionate about myself. So I'm kind of anxious to uh, introduce our guests. Um, we have, we're broadcasting this um, podcast right on the cusp of April 2022. And that means we are looking at Autism Awareness Month and World Autism Day on, on April 2nd. So it's just a great time to uh, celebrate and reflect on neurodiversity. Not that we shouldn't be doing that 365 days of year. Of course we should, but it's that special time where we could take a look at where we are, how far we've come, and where are we going to go to bridge the gap, um, you know, again, in, in our communities, bringing people of all abilities together. So one foundation that is just trailblazing in this area is the Doug Flutie Foundation. Um, for those of you who know that name and should know that name, Doug Flutie is a household name. Um, he's a um, former professional football player, but his career was ignited for sure um, in his college days um, at Boston College. Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google Boston College Miami game. There was an iconic game winning touchdown pass that uh, um, was a super, super exciting. So after you listen to this podcast, go check out Google if you don't know what I'm talking about. But Doug Flutie was also a Heisman Trophy winner and um, just had a great career um, in college and post-college and went on to have a beautiful family and was inspired by his son to start the Doug Flutie Foundation. Um, so we do have the executive director from the Doug Flutie Foundation, Nick you know what? I already am not messing up with, with Savarese. last names. Savarese, Nick Savarese. I only said it 20 times before we started. Hi, Nick. Welcome to Raise Nation Radio. Thank you so much for being here, especially on the cusp of World uh, Autism Day and Autism Awareness Month. It's great to have you. Thanks, Dawn. I'm excited to be here. And uh, you will you are not the first nor the last person who couldn't nail my last name. So no <laughs> worries. No worries whatsoever on that front. Um, really excited and happy to be here. Thanks for having us and for shining a light on on autism and all the wonderful people who uh, have autism who can contribute so uh, wonderfully to this world. Absolutely. And um, on that note, that's a great segue to introduce our second guest. Um, so, so honored to have you here on Raise Nation Radio, Sierra Reynolds, who's joining us from her college, right? Sierra is um, yeah. this great resume of accomplishments, um, but she is also a self-advocate for the autism community. Hi, Sierra. Welcome to Raise Nation Radio. Hey, I'm glad to be here. It's fantastic. All right. Well, let's get started. I think our audience wants to get to know both of you much more than um, I, I was able to do justice to the introduction. So, Nick, can we start with you? Please let, let our audience know a little bit about you. What's your why? Why are you with the Doug Foodie Foundation? And let's talk about the mission a little bit. 
Sure. Yeah. So uh, my name is Nick Savarese, uh, as you said, the executive director of the Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation for Autism. Uh, my the majority of my career has been spent, uh, you know, advocating for and serving people with uh, disabilities, autism, uh, and that sort of thing. And um, so, yeah, I've been in this role for the last four years, just about. And my why is uh, the other guest of this podcast, Sierra Reynolds, just, you know, um, helping people like Sierra uh, and so many others, uh, elevating the voices of, of people and families affected by autism and and helping them find their place in the world and, and not only find the place, but, you know, really just uh, grow and excel and, and, and that sort of thing. So that's what drives me to do uh, my own personal work every day. And that's certainly what drives our foundation as a whole, you know, our staff and our board and our founders, Doug and Lori Flutie, really to um, just help people and families affected by autism live each day to the fullest. And that's, that's my why and that's our why. Well, um, our guest, Sierra, is absolutely living um, to her fullest potential. And so I want our audience to get to know everything about Sierra, but I can't do it justice. So, Sierra, can you just speak to the whole Raise Nation community and to our audience today and tell us all about you? We want to know every little detail. All right. So my name is Sierra Reynolds. Um, and I've been singing for like all of my life. Um, I currently study music education at Florida Southern College, and I'm going for my bachelor's degree right now because I already have an associate's in arts degree in St. Pete College. Um, and I mainly want to be a singer songwriter. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so and let's I say was... that again. You want to be a singer. Okay, to everybody yeah. out there, whoever has a connection. Sierra wants to be a singer songwriter. Let's help her do that. So why do you want to be a singer songwriter, Sierra? So I know I've, I've always wanted to be like a famous singer ever since I was little, you know, how um, little kids like write about their like goals and careers, like what, what they want to be when they grow up. Yes. I wrote down to be, I think I said Hannah Montana. Um <laughs> Either that or be a singer. <laughs> I wow. actually dressed up as Hannah Montana for Halloween. Um, but yeah, it's just stuck with me. Um, wanted to be a famous singer. And then I suddenly started writing music, which is even better. Um, because now I can be like a famous singer who wins awards for their music that they wrote. Good point. Very good mm -hmm. point. So how has the Doug Flutie, found, Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation, I keep forgetting the junior, how has the Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation helped you with this dream to be a singer and a songwriter? Well, first thing, they, they helped me spread my name out a lot. And um, they, they got me to sing with Cody Lee from America's Hot Talent. I know Cody Lee. Well, I don't know him personally. I know of him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. You sang with Cody Lee. That is yeah. super exciting. I know. I know. Yeah, um, but you and... Huh? Sorry, go ahead. I was going to interrupt and talk about your duet, which you can, uh, we'll, we'll provide the links and that sort of stuff, but please continue, Sierra. Oh, oh, okay. Um, they got me to travel for gigs, which is pretty amazing. Um, so far I got to perform in Orlando, which is like a couple hours drive from my house. I, I actually live in Florida, by the way. I, for, I forgot to say that. I'm from Largo, Florida. Um, they got me to perform in Boston, like a couple times. I'm coming back soon. Um, um, yeah, I'm performing everywhere. Um, they helped me make like really good connections. Um, 
I made some really good friends. Um, Seaquick, I actually made like a really great connection with him because how we're on like the same, like same level <clears throat> with our careers and everything. Mm-hmm. By the way, his album is coming out sometime in April called Young Dreamers. Oh, I'm so- going to be in it. And you want Nick, to tell, tell us about that. Yeah. Yeah. So C. Quig is a, is a, a young man with autism who's a rapper. Uh, we like to say he's the best autistic rapper in the game. Um, and so him and Sierra have struck up oh, a yeah. wonderful friendship and a, a great musical relationship as well over the last, what, year and a half or so. Uh, first time uh, Like ever- almost a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because you came the first time Sierra and C. Quig ever met. They performed together at our gala last June. Uh, Rock and Raise for Autism, uh, which is our gala that we do every year in June. And you guys had met online, you know, on mm. Zoom, basically, and, and rehearsed. Yeah. But then, bam, flew to Boston, performed, and just tore the house down, basically. And so yeah. Then, um, got oh, Sierra, what do you like to sing? What 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 genres do, do you sing? Are you going to oh. give us a little a sample here? Because I, I know oh, you've yeah. sung the national anthem many times mm. right are we going to get a little sample here on race nation i hate to put you on the spot but what what sure, do you love to yeah. sing i like singing pop songs pop like which one like um i sang levitating with sequig uh by dua lipa i like singing lady gaga i love singing adele um yeah. and i try to like branch out like my my taste in music so i like i love soft rock 70s 80s 90s you know um wow i like motown music i like r&b you do it all country yeah yeah that's great well if you feel like breaking out into song we would be a your audience so anytime just go ahead We'd, we'd love to hear a little a little rendition. I don't want to put you on the spot, but wouldn't mind a little acapella if you you feel like it. Go ahead. Sure. Why not? Okay. I'm going to sing Rolling rolling in the Deep. Okay. Oh, by Adele. Okay. Got it. I'm all yours. Yes. (laughs) Just a little bit. Just like a... Sorry. I was just going to say just a couple of lyrics. Just a couple of phrases. Okay. Go ahead. We could have had it all. Rolling in the deep, you are my heart inside. And you played it to the beat. Woo! Nick, Sierra, what do you think? Sierra, that was fantastic. Now I know why you're pursuing music that that is amazing you have a beautiful mm. voice thank you thank, thank you for you. doing that impromptu acapella yeah. and you know to our raise nation audience um that was not a scripted planned or um nope. <laughs> yep right and it was just off the cuff so that's fantastic sarah i have another question for you so w- yes what is it why why is it important to be um an advocate for the autism community and give a voice to those that don't have a voice. You do a lot of work in that arena and I'd love to hear, Mm. and our audience would love to know why that is so important. Um, So, yeah, I, I think it's important because like, there are some things that we do that like people don't understand. And, um, I like explaining that that kind of stuff and like raising awareness of autism. So like, 
I would tell like a lot of my friends that I have autism, and then I would like explain it, and then they would they would know about it, and it makes me happy um, that people already know what autism is before I would tell them. That's because they understand me. Well, that's a fundamental. Um desire for all people, right? Whether you have autism or not, we all just want to be a little bit more understood. So it's beautiful that you're helping maybe those that don't have a voice be be better understood. Nick, over to you. How have you helped um, bring that voice to the voiceless and to advocate and and to help Sierra be a self-advocate and to reach the potential. What are some of the programming and models that you use at the Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation? Yes. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, essentially our whole goal is to just uh, provide a platform for, I mean, we do a lot of work. So from a programmatic standpoint, we provide, really, we do two things. We provide direct financial support to families uh, who are in need of, of, of services that are related to autism, right? Because, you know, if you have a child with autism, um, you certainly, there, there's a lot of studies that say, you know, it adds like 1.4 to, you know, $3 million to like, over the course of a life to, to pay for extra services related um, to autism, right? And so we provide direct financial support to families in need of autism related services. We provide grants to organizations who are doing the work, on, core work on the ground to, to you know, make today better for people and families affected by autism. So that could be anything around education, job development, uh, at, you know, physical, social programs, that sort of stuff, safety initiatives, that sort of stuff. So those are kind of the two programmatic things we do. However, from uh, you know, we do we have a lot of other programs, and really at our core, the way we work with Sierra and many other self advocates like her is really just to provide her and her peers a platform to elevate their own voices. You know, we try to step out of the way. I'm someone I talk all the time or whatever, but I really try to step back and my, my colleagues try to step back and really provide a platform. So like Sierra was saying, like she, she goes out there, she sings her heart out. She kills, like she has an incredible voice, incredibly talented. Her, her buddy C Quig, same deal. Uh, we have people across the spectrum who have a variety of different talents, whether it's singers, artists, uh, you know, communications majors, people who are like into sports broadcasting, whatever it is. But uh, we have a whole group of people who we just want to kind of step back, give them a platform so that they can elevate their voice. And in elevating their voice, they're doing two things. First of all, they're making a name for themselves. So they're making sort of a, a, a path for themselves. Uh, a brand. Where, yeah, a brand, build their own brand, right? And also, you know, we, we, we understand too, and we work with plenty of families who have children with autism who, who, are nonverbal, who have significant challenges. And so um, in a way, we look at somebody like Sierra, she's giving a voice to those who don't have a voice already, right? So Doug Flutie Jr., for example, um, uh, wonderful young man, healthy, active, but he's, he's nonverbal. He doesn't talk. He doesn't speak. So um, and really the foundation is his voice, right? Like that's the way that Doug and Lori, his parents see it is the work of the foundation is Dougie's voice. When Sierra goes out on stage, she's She's singing not only for herself and for her own family, but to to show that there's so much that people with autism can do if you kind of open your mind, open your heart and 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 allow them to excel. And Sierra's like, you know, amazingly talented, like autism or not, like it doesn't matter, you know? Correct. No, autism shouldn't matter. And without a voice doesn't mean they're not, commun- not you know, that community's not communicating. It's just right. a different way of communicating. So, um 
you know, I love lending a voice, you know, to have a voice kind of concept. So I absolutely applaud what you're doing. Um, gosh, this is just fascinating a conversation and we have so much more to cover. I really want to get into um, what it's like to be an individual with autism and um, going to college and studying mm. and all that good stuff. But we are going to be back right after this commercial message. Raise is almost here. Reach new heights and inspire, connect, and grow with us at the Raise 2022 conference. Join us September 12th to 13th in Chicago or online. Register today. Alrighty, welcome back. We are having a great conversation with Nick Savaris from the Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation and Sierra Reynolds, who is the most magnificent singer songwriter that I think I've ever heard. Um, if you were listening uh, before the commercial break, oh my God, she just killed it um, in a very impromptu uh, acapella version of uh, Rolling in the Deep. Um, but we want to continue the conversation. Let me turn to Sierra. Sierra, what is it like to be an individual with autism and going to college and taking classes with, you know, all of your peers and what, 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 what's easy and, and what's maybe not so easy? Because I think if we understand better, we could help make um, those with autism have an easier time for education, which is, you know, the, the root of the world. So tell us a little bit about that. So I see like having autism and, okay, <laughs> sorry. I see like having autism and being like talented with music. I see autism as a gift because I feel like it makes me like more talented in music than others. I feel like that's, I don't know. But anyways, so going to college, have like having autism, like, um, Sometimes it is hard making friends, but sometimes it is not. Like, I, like, make great connections with um, my colleagues in college. I can say that now because colleague, you know, college. Got it. <laughs> um, Smart. But also, there are times when, like, so I, yeah. So there are times when it's hard living, like, without my family for a while. Because, like, I would get into, like, thoughts like I would overthink a lot about some stuff and it would like make me feel down a little bit but I was like pick myself back up again and do some work call my parents like yo what's up and then I would get like I would feel way better <clears throat> um well I still call my mom and dad to feel way better about things too so we're a lot mm. alike Sierra yeah. What's the one thing that you'd like the world to know about you, Sierra, uh, being an individual with autism? Um, what, what, what's the one thing that we could do better to um, be connected with you or that you want the world to know? Mm, that's a hard one. Oh, sorry <laughs> um, about that. No, it's, it's fine. While you're thinking about that, Nick, what what's what does the Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation want the world to know and understand about individuals with autism? Uh, well, I would say, you know, two things. One is, you know, our vision is simply a world where people with autism, uh, you know, are, are included, engaged and respected in their communities. Right. Where they have a place to um, 
to, to be equal to, to their peers who do not have autism, right? Uh, in, in terms of opportunities and level of respect and that sort of thing. So that's really, that's, that's it, right? That's what we're fighting for. And, and in terms of, you know, again, everybody has different skill sets, has different, you know, uh, talents or deficiencies or whatever, whether you have autism or you don't, or, you know, you wear glasses, you know, you have difficult time seeing things, you know, we've all got our pros and cons, not to put it in those sorts of terms, because that's not how we look at things. But um, really, just everyone deserves a chance. Everyone deserves an opportunity. If you can give someone uh, with autism an opportunity, like I encourage your 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 listeners, Don, it's, it's the fundraising community, right? So it's people who are out there fundraising, right? So they put on galas all the time, events. You know what you can do, listeners of this wonderful podcast? You know, bring Sierra to the next gala you're putting on or whatever. Oh, you know? um, good idea. Right. Mm. And so um, and, and her friend C. Quig and our band Spectrum of Sound, whatever. Or, you know, it doesn't have to be Sierra. I thoroughly encourage Sierra. But find ways in your work to involve the members of your community who might not be offered these opportunities. In our case, it's very simple. Like we're an autism organization. So why would we not put people with autism front and center at our events or our gala or our initiative? But I, I, I encourage your audience to, of course, include the autism community in anything and everything you do, but really think about uh, those members that you're serving within your mission and, and just deliver on a level of mission centricity that you haven't done yet. You step up your mission centricity game a little bit. That's what I would... Uh, say to your audience I'm, I'm sorry that's a rambling answer but no i loved it I, there were there are a lot of good nuggets there um i would have sierra are you up for that if uh some people came knocking yeah. on your door and they wanted you to perform are you up for that yeah <laughs> yeah um so tell I love me about getting performance of, opportunities okay well let's hopefully make let's hope that this podcast will bring them over to you um oh, might i add one quick thing go ahead nick of course yeah. Also compensate people too. You know, it's often like, like one thing that we make sure we do anytime we, we, we have anyone with autism, like give a performance or a speech or do anything like, you know, we make sure that we compensate them because, you know, there's, there's, there's horrific unemployment and underemployment in the autism and disability world. And, and, you know, we want to make sure that people get uh, rightly compensated for what it is they do. So I just wanted to throw that little bullet in well, there as well. You know, I'm astounded by some of the things that you're saying, Nick, and um, maybe we could explore that a little. I think you mentioned something about in the course of a lifetime, it's, you know, in the millions of dollars, um, additional liability on a family to raise an individual with autism. So there's, you know, strike one. Strike two is, you know, as an adult with autism, there's such limited opportunities for um compensation and income and, and work. So what's the answer? What, what do we do with that? That just seems horrifically un, unfair. So are there, you know, what's the Doug Flutie Jr.'s foundation position there and, and how can we write what's so wrong and make some societal changes? That, that's a loaded question. I know uh, yeah. it is. I know. Uh, I, yeah, I, I know, want the I magic answer. I know. No, you're going deep. I love it. No, I mean, I, I think our position is, again, you hear nowadays, right? You hear about the, um, you, you know, it's a, it's a, the, the hiring pools out there. It's so hard to find good help. And then here we are sitting on 70 to 80% unemployment or underemployment for people with autism. So people in our field are like, let's put two and two together here, right? You have an untapped pool of resources, of human resources, people with disabilities, autism, looking for, for gainful employment. And then you have 
on the other side, employers, you know, like really struggling to find help. So I think the problem is, uh, you know, or the issue is people with autism and other disabilities oftentimes don't fit in that traditional box. They're not going to go through the traditional interview cycle and, and, you know, apply that way. So employers have to get a little more creative with how they're going to bring on and onboard and, and, and support employees with disabilities. And, but once they do, we hear time and time again, that these that these employees have so much to offer on the whole statistically people with disabilities and, and autism are much more loyal they stay around a lot longer um, but you you have to adjust your practices around hiring because uh, sometimes they're not going to kind of fit in that traditional box but uh, we we think that there's there's great opportunity and and on the floor and, and now we're we're you know there's a whole generation of children with autism who are now becoming adults with autism and who already are adults with autism. So we really see a lot of opportunity, but we see a huge um, a huge need too. So th th there has to be large philanthropic investment, government investment into hiring programs and, and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's a tragedy actually, you know, to, to you don't know what's going on in, in the world of autism, what people are living and, and going through. It's not just the challenges of, um, their different abilities. It's also the challenges of, you know, work and, and finances, just so, too, too many challenges. I, I think we have to remove them, eradicate some of these issues to pave a way for an, uh, an optimal um, lifestyle. So I applaud everything, you know, that you're doing. I do want to turn back to Sierra though. Tell me Sierra about some of your friends in the community and other self advocates you've really championed Sierra, so many people with your beautiful singing and your voice, one in particular, um, Rachel Barcelona is a friend yeah. of yours. Yeah. So tell me about all of the, the people like you that are screaming from the mountaintops and, and advocating for the autism community. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So I know that Rachel is doing a lot of good stuff right now. She's making a nonprofit, I think. Mm. Um, and she is an, an autistic model who can also sing. So I think that's really cool. We sang the um, greatest show duet in the Christmas benefit. No, no. Holiday benefit concert. Um, she's really cool. Um me and my mom and her and her mom get along really well. Um, and Seaquick is a rapper. Um, he's actually making his album and it's coming out like next month. It's called Young Dreamers and I'm going to be in one of his songs. Oh, what song? We have to listen for it. What's the name of the song? Okay. Um, uh, it's, it's called Tribal. Tribal? Yeah. And do you, you do a duet? Yeah, it's a duet. And are you rapping or? No. You're not I'm, rapping. I'm, okay. I'm singing. I'm, I'm singing. Okay. So he's, he's also, he or she, he's rapping and you're singing in this duet. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, Rachel Barcelona, Seacrig and I, we like travel for like our careers. And I think that's really cool. Um, um, yeah. And everybody else, like it's been really, really good. Like Cody Lee. Like he, yeah. he also travels. Do you like to travel? Yeah. I have to yeah. tell you a little yeah. secret, Sierra. I have to tell you a little secret. I like to travel, but I get a little motion sickness. It's not, mm. not good. How about you? 
I, I, I like traveling. I like, like seeing travel. new places. Oh, good for you. What, what, where's, what place have you seen that you like the best or so far is your favorite? Ooh, Nashville. Nashville. Is that because mm. there's so much singing and songwriting taking place yeah. in Nashville? <laughs> I yeah. had a funny feeling. So what's next for you, Sierra? What, 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 what's right around the corner? What will you be doing next that we should look out for? Well, I'm performing with the Flutie Foundation in a couple of weeks. What, and are you, what are you doing? I'm sorry, I missed that. I'm performing with the Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation in a couple of weeks. Oh, where? Tell us. Do tell. Yeah. So I'm going to Melbourne, Florida, and I'm going to be singing at a like a fashion show gala. And then like the weekend after that, I'm going all the way to Boston and I'm singing for the Can Do Fest. Can Do Fest. 26.2 yeah. Can Do Fest. It's a part, it's a, it's an event we have in partnership with the Boston Marathon, which is, you know, 26.2 miles. So it's called 26.2 Can Do oh. Festival. So, uh, yeah. So Sierra will be up. Is Sequid coming to that, Sierra? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, Doug, Doug Flutie's band will be playing. He plays in a band, the Flutie Brothers Band. And it's where we actually, the Flutie Foundation, celebrates both. Uh, we have a big team that raises funds through the Boston Marathon for the foundation, but also we are the sponsor of uh, the Boston Marathon's adaptive program for runners. So, so we help them support uh, runners who have disabilities, autism, other, you know, uh, other challenges to make sure that they have a chance, uh, just like their peers who do not have disabilities, to to run the best road race in the world, the Boston Marathon. The best road race in the world. I love that. You you, you got that in, Nick. Um, and I love that, right? Because I think that every single experience that's out there needs to also be the experience for an individual with autism. And somehow, some way, we have to all work together to make that happen, whether it's a marathon or, or Disney or a concert or a movie or well, all the things that we enjoy in life, everyone should enjoy. So I love the fact that you know, the Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation is, is making that happen. So tell me a little bit more about that. You're actually sponsoring a number of participants so that they ha and, and, and the Boston Marathon is making provisions or accommodations and together you're all working to make, and then Sierra singing and you're just yeah. all making it happen. Is that what's go really going on yeah, here? You, you really nailed the Flutie Foundation. We just like to bring all sorts of uh, people, wonderful people and programs together and celebrate that. And yeah, that's the, so the Boston Marathon, they've always been a leader in sort of uh, adaptive opportunities for runners, right? And so uh, they have a whole, they obviously have a, a, a kind of a, what they call the para division, which is, you know, where wheelchair run, runners who have wheelchairs, duos, you know, somebody pushing someone in a wheelchair. And they've really grown a third component of that, which is uh, what they call their adaptive program for runners. And that's for runners, again, with um autism, other intellectual disabilities, that sort of thing. And it's really, we help, we work with them to help provide the infrastructure to, to support that whole program, right? So that, so that these folks, again, have the same sort of opportunities that the, that the, um, you know, the rest of us. Uh, and everybody has. Sure. Yeah, exactly. And so it's a great program. The, the Boston Athletic Association, uh, who puts on the race, you know, has always been at the forefront and we, you know, we, we saw that. And so now we're a partner on it. So this big event, 26.2 can do fest, basically that's the message, right? 26.2, you can do, anyone can do it. Now, yeah. that's not to say you can just jump these, these athletes really give it their all and they train just, you know, and, and, and uh, put a lot of effort into it. But 
um, they'll be rewarded a few days before the marathon by getting to hear Sierra sing and uh, hear Doug Flutie's band and, and that sort of thing. So that's okay. What, what are the dates again? I should know this. I'm sorry. I should know this, but oh, no. let's, let's just, just get that out there. What, Sierra, do you know the date off the top? I think it's uh, April 16th is the Ken April 9th. Yeah. Yeah, the April 9th is, is in Melbourne. Yep, you're doing it in Melbourne on April 9th. Uh, mm. Yep, the 26.2 Can Do Fest is April 16th, and the Boston Marathon itself is Monday, April 18th. Got it. Okay, I think I got all those dates ahead. If not, I can go listen to the recording over and over and yeah, over again. <laughs> well, and we'll so, be live broadcasting the 26.2 Can Do Fest. You'll see Sierra. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's up with the fashion show, Sierra. I'm sure there'll be some live. Well, I'm sure there'll be some whether it's live video or, you know, shortly thereafter okay. release video. Well, I might have my, my, my daughter actually um, lives in the, uh, near the Boston area. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to have mm. to send her over to meet you and Sierra. She would love to meet you. I think we're, we're fangirling now, right? Especially after <laughs> hearing you sing. So if you don't mind, we might come and say hi and try to okay. get an autograph or do you sign autographs, yeah. Sierra? Is that something that you're willing to do? Sign an autograph? I don't have a... S- Sure. I don't well, have we'll br- you know what? We'll bring we'll bring the paper and we'll bring the Sharpie and you just sign away and we'll treasure it okay. forever. How does that sound? <laughs> Sounds good. Nick, you know, I think we only have time for just another question, but I want to ask you the same thing that I asked Sierra. What's next for the Doug uh, Flutie Jr. Foundation? What what where do you see yourself going in the next uh, short order? Yeah, sure. I appreciate the short order part because it's really hard to think uh because we're so focused on today and we're so focused on helping people with autism and helping their families today that it is hard to think two, three, four months, two, three, four years down the road. And we've always prided ourselves on being uh, really responsive in the moment for whatever the challenges that people with autism are facing. And especially after these last couple of years, it's been so hard to just, you know, obviously the pandemic was a, a, a not a great situation for many people, but like usual, uh, people with autism were disproportionately affected uh, in a number of ways. And so it is, it's really hard to think uh, long-term, but what I can say is this, we have a great team of supporters. We have a great team of people, self-advocates like Sierra um, and all her peers and, 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 and a great board and staff. And we are we have our 25th anniversary next year. So uh, 25, oh, it's been, yeah. wow. 2023 wow. will be the 25th year of the Flutie Foundation. So we're super pumped uh, just about, you know, we've been growing by leaps and bounds and, and we just, we work with so many wonderful people and partners. So we got big things ahead there, but, you know, stay tuned on that front. Uh, the, the, the big thing we're working towards after all the other stuff we talked about is our rocket race for uh, autism gala that uh, Sierra will be attending. Yes. And, and and just so your audience knows, we put on tons of live streams, live events um, online. Uh, we have a LinkedIn series called The Workshop. We have a ton of stuff. So you can follow us um, and you can follow Sierra. Uh, hey, Nick, I, I, have to, I have to ask you something. So next year you're celebrating 25 years. Is that what I heard? Correct. Okay. So I know this wonderful singer, her name is Sierra Reynolds. So I'm thinking that you might want to have an event or maybe even a fundraising event. I can connect you because she's my friend. I can connect you to Sierra Reynolds. If you'd like to have her sing at your event, I don't know if you'd be open to that, but hopefully you would be. (laughs) uh, Sierra Reynolds would be like the top guest we would try to book for any event (laughs) we're doing. So please, anything you can do to get us in touch with her. uh, Let's do Yeah. Well, I'll have her people call your people and, you know, we'll, we'll make a deal. Uh, uh, how's that Sierra? Can I be your manager? That sounds good. 
Well, I think we have, that's all we have time for. I wish I could talk to you for ever and ever and ever, but we are hopefully making some um, headway with um, bringing communities together and celebrating neurodiversity. Um, Nick, thank you. Thank you so much for being with us and shedding a little bit light on uh, the Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation and everything you're doing. It was such a pleasure to have you. Yeah, it was wonderful to be here. Uh, Thank you. And I do want to just like give a quick, I'm sure you do this on the side or what have you, but I'd love for Sierra to be able to shout out where people could follow her online. I will. You're beating okay, me okay. to it. Sorry, that's why sorry. I That's why I said I'm thanks sorry. to you first. Now I'm uh, going to turn to Sierra. And Sierra, what an honor. Really, I feel privileged to have you on the show. Um, and uh, I, I feel like I have a new friend. Um, and I'm so glad that my daughter, Alyssa Legos in Boston, that she can come see you when you're mm. in town. But I do want to first thank you, but can ever, can you tell people how we can get in touch with you? You know, what's your okay. brand and how do we follow you? Like how to uh, tell right. us all of that. So I have an Instagram, um, it's called the real Sierra June. Wait, let's um, do that again. The real Sierra June. Right. Yeah. On Instagram. Yeah. Okay. And then my TikTok account, my singing TikTok account is Sierra June 20. Sierra June 20. Is that your middle name, Sierra? Yeah. Got it. Okay. So let me do that one more time. Cause sometimes my memory is not so good. So on Instagram, mm-hmm. it's the real Sierra June. Yes. Okay. And on TikTok, I love TikTok. Um, on TikTok, it's um, Sierra June. Did I get that right? Sierra June 20. Oh, Sierra, I've got the 20. Okay, Sierra June 20. Yeah. Why the 20? And that account is, oh, because um, my birthday is October 20th. Oh, you're, oh, well, we, now now we know when to say happy birthday to you. Yeah. Oh, you're 20th. <laughs> and that club account too. is. I'm a, I'm a 20th. We have friends who, anyone I know who's, who's a 20th, mm. we have a 20th club. So can you want to be in the club, Sierra? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Nice. Love it. Um, but yeah, that, that account is filled with like all of my uh, original songs on there. You have original songs that, so you're, you're deep into songwriting. You're not an aspiring songwriter. You already are a songwriter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, anything else, Sierra, to close us out that you'd like to say to people who maybe don't understand, um, about autism? Is there something that message that you might have? Oh, good. We want to hear it. it. (laughs) Okay. So view like like a disability as like a strength or a gift. Um, because I see autism as a gift, you know? So see it as like a strength rather than like like a disability. I love that. That's that's really special. It's succinct, simple, and really the truth. So thank you for it that has message. A strength and advantage. A strength and advantage. Great outlook on life. I'm so happy that you shared it with us. Well, fearless fundraisers, that's about all we have time for today. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's Raise Nation topic and your daily dose of fundraising inspiration. Tune in for a new episode release every Thursday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That's Thursdays, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. But in the meantime, be sure to listen to all the episodes on Raise Nation Radio. Follow the channel that you like best, whether it's Spotify or Apple Music, Google Podcasts, or even you can follow you can follow episodes on onecause.com and this way you'll get all the um 
uh, notifications for new episodes and you can log your favorites just like this one. And, and remember um, your friends, Sierra Reynolds and Nick Severis from the Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation. Fundraisers are doing amazing things to build better tomorrows for our communities. Stories are awe-inspiring, as you just heard. You won't want to miss a single episode. I would like to thank our sponsor, One Cause, for making this episode possible. One Cause is driving the future of fundraising with easy-to-use software solutions that help nonprofits connect with donors. Be sure to check them out at onecause.com and visit the resource tab on the homepage for a broad catalog of eBooks that you'll find helpful. A huge shout out once again to Nick Savarese from the Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation and the amazing singer-songwriter, um, Sierra Reynolds, who you already heard how you can get in touch with on Insta and TikTok. I truly appreciate you being here with us today and sharing your authentic voice. Um, that is all uh, for today. Thank you again, Nick. Thank you so much, Don. And thank you again, Sierra. Thank you. And to all of our fearless fundraisers out there, that is a wrap. Until next time, I'm Don Lego, and this is Raise Nation Radio. Stay fearless out there. <laughs>